0: What's up and welcome to Wait Hold Up Podcast with Jessica Molina and Yarel Ramos. Each week, tune in as we have unfiltered conversations about careers, relationships, wellness, feminism, and of course, we'll often be joined by guests you either know or should know who will share their humor, knowledge, and their very own Wait Hold Up moments with us. Here
1: at Wait Hold Up, we want you to feel like you found your crew, your girls who you can do life with. Listen, it's a crazy world out there, and we can all use some help in our efforts to live our best lives. We don't have all the answers, but we're down to figure it out together. Thanks for listening. Here's our latest episode of... Wait, hold up. (laughs) everybody welcome back to wait hold up i'm jessica and uh, we hope you're doing well you're at home uh you're following orders and we're sending you of course like we do every week lots of love especially during these times jessica i miss you i miss you so much this is i know
0: (laughs) i know it's been i mean what's nice is that we're continuing to record and um Prior to us jumping on here, we had like a 40-minute catch-up sesh. So that was really good. Yes. Um, and that like warms my heart so that this way, you know, I just – I need this like little bit of connection with my girls I every know. now and then. It just it kind of just keeps me sane. But it's, you know, we're like, what, at a month, five weeks, some of us Ugh. six weeks in. I think I'm five weeks in to staying at home and – you know, thankfully I'm, I'm healthy and, and, you know, I'm still going
1: strong. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. And you seem healthy. Thank you. Trying. I mean, it's been for sure, just a weird transition, you know, just with work. Um, haven't seen my family in a while. And that's kind of been like, Ugh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. at my heart. Um, but trying to, you know, keep up with them, FaceTime as much as I can. I think we're in that sense privileged to be able to do that, you know, that using technology to make sure that we keep tabs on our friends, on our family members. Um, I mean, we've mentioned it before. It's just an eerie time. It's it's weird to get used to as much as like, oh, it's, Mm. you know, keep routines and do all these things. Yeah. But it's just so hard to live in this space where sometimes you don't even want to go outside you know and Mm -hmm. and you're you hear about people that you know or that you've you know i we recently found out from a mutual you know mutual friend his mother was diagnosed with covid in new york and that like kind of just struck at me in different different chords because i realized that it's like oof it it was it was it made it much more real, right like it made totally. some something like this that I cover, for example, every day, and I talk about every day much more real, so it's kind of like going through it like emotionally as well. I know it's mm-hmm. just for us that we're just so I mean, you and I are just very emotional and sensitive to these things. It's hard yeah. to just sometimes disconnect from it all um, yeah so I mean I think I think we're definitely all
0: at the place where we either know someone personally or yeah. like through a degree of separation, right. we know someone who has been impacted by this virus, right. Um, you know, and that is definitely, is scary. It's absolutely mm-hmm. really scary. Um, And so, you know, to everyone listening, like Yerel and I had a conversation about what we can do right now, because I think this is a time where if, can we feel helpless, right? There's yeah. so much that we would love to do, but really the best thing that we can do is stay home and stay safe um, mm. for the community. And so our big thing is that we want to be a resource to y'all and we want to provide you with voices of people who can either provide comfort or activities or resources or information or anything. And Mm. so that's what we're going to be bringing you while we're in this time is we're going to do virtual chats with people and record those conversations and bring you them. And hopefully they offer you inspiration or comfort or insight or whatever it is that you need. And so if there's, you know, anything in particular that you need, hit us up, you know, where to right. find us <laughs> Yeah. and let us know, you know, and we'll, we'll do our best to make it happen.
1: Right. Any ideas we I, we always hear from a lot of our listeners about people that we should talk to, you know, like dope women doing cool things or, you know, changing their industry. So is there anything that you'd like to even know about or learn about? Um, let us know so that we can make sure that we incorporate it in the things that we want to do in the following weeks. Cause we want to make sure that we, you know, give you as a community as well, like, these ways and means to uh, live somewhat of an easier, in an easier space right now, you know, in whatever way we can help out, so... Most definitely. So today, today, Jess, uh, we will be talking. We are talking to Anna Lilia. She is a certified breathwork teacher and intuitive healer whose practice focuses on breath as a pathway for transformation. For her clients, Anna creates personalized healing journeys that combine active breathwork, intuitive guidance, curated music, and our aromatherapy in individual sessions and in group settings, Anna creates safe, supportive and the loving spaces for participants to connect with deep parts of themselves, find healing, access their intuition and unleash creativity. It's beautiful. Mm. I'm already like,
0: sign me up girl. I know, (laughs) I know. No, honestly, um, this conversation with Anna is just, I think the perfect kickoff to these sessions that we wanna host. And I think it's really a space where it's like, We've all got to connect with our breath. We've got to find ways to ground ourselves. We've got yeah. to find ways to, like, take a time out from the onslaught of news that is coming our way that's right. really unpredictable and the scary times that we really are, the uncertain times that right. we're living in, I, you know. Um, so I hope that you guys love this conversation as much as uh, Yadi and I enjoyed having it because Anna's dope. And we will post all of her information on our Instagram page so that you can follow her as well. So enjoy this conversation.
2: Ana, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about my breathing and how it can help during this time. Yeah. And talk to us about your journey, because I know you've been
1: uh, working in this field for a while and doing so much for women everywhere, creating these uh, programs um, for women. So thank you so much. I know we're going through like just this really crazy, eerie time right now. And just taking the time from your schedule, we're super thankful for that to be able to give back to our community as well.
2: You're welcome. Pleasure to be here.
1: So yeah, let's get started. Tell us a little bit about you and where you grew up, where you're from,
2: um, how you kind of uh, landed in this field. So I was born and raised in Napa, California, of parents from Mexico, immigrants. So first generation, I have three younger sisters. And my childhood was... It was good. Like, I'm hesitant. I'm like, was it good? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It it was a beautiful area where I grew up. You know, typical kind of like immigrant story where parents worked hard, challenges of poverty, food insecurity. Dad was an alcoholic, so there was that layer as well. You know, parents didn't speak English, so I had to be their translator. Right. But... I felt like all of that helped me to shape me who I am right now, which is someone who helps people when they're in need. So I got a lot of training when I was a child doing that. And um, just being creative as well. I have created a business in a field that most people don't even know about breath work, being a healer. Um, So the fact I think like, you know, coming from immigrant parents, we just work. We just do anything we can to survive, to get ahead. And I'm really grateful for for those skills that I learned as a child and for my parents to, to help me along in my current business. How long have you had your breathwork business now? I've had it for four years. Before that, I was doing, I was like, I've always been a freelancer. So I came to L.A. to actually pursue TV hosting <laughs> and then I got burnt out. I just I'm too much of an authentic person and I could not fake it like they were asking me to interview like in a lot in L.A. A lot of the opportunities are like red carpet. I'm like, I really don't care about that. And mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not aligned or if it doesn't feel right, I just, I don't do it. So, you know, I dabbled in that a little bit and then did a lot of commercial acting and that was fun. And um, in between that, just every random LA job that one can think of. And it got to a point where I was just kind of feeling lost and stressed out. And I was feeling rejected in a lot of aspects of my career, including like my acting career, I was volunteering a lot with my union, um, in my relationship, it it felt like nothing was working, and I felt I felt powerless, and so I started to come across healing. I didn't even know what the healing world was, but just in conversation with a girlfriend of mine, she had gone to get a facial, and then it turned out that it was with a healer, and so she was like crying while she was receiving her facial, wow. and she's like. You need to go check her out. Like, you're the perfect friend to be telling this. And so I did. And that was over seven years ago. That's basically where I had my awakening, where I felt, first of all, this person, everything that she was seeing in my space resonated. And afterwards, I felt lighter. And I felt my energy change. Like, I was walking down the street, and people were just turning to look at me. And it wasn't Mm. because of how i looked it was energetically
1: Mm.
2: i had something had changed right and i'm also a very curious person and i like to learn and so i just wanted to know more about what healing is can i do it for myself and i started to explore just different modalities come across you know once you start a path people and information just comes to you and so i started to do different trainings and explore different modalities. And it wasn't until I experienced breathwork, which was about five years ago, that it made me think of my first healing session, where it Mm. was so intense and powerful. In the breathwork session, I cried the whole time. Physically, my body contorted. But then afterwards, again, I felt light. And even colors looked brighter. It was almost like this sadness lenses that I had been wearing, like the depression lenses had been lifted off and I was able to see things differently. And so I needed to do more and more of this breath work. And what I loved about it as well was that I was receiving a lot of messages and I felt empowered. Hmm. And that's what hooked me to it. It's like, wow, I can do this for myself and I can change my life. You were saying like you were receiving a lot of messages. So when you do breath work, it quiets your analytical mind. So you're able to access your subconscious. You're able to see things not from a place of fear or through limitations, just from a place of infinite. Like anything's possible. You make connections. You see things from different perspectives. You're able to have creative inspiration if you're an artist or writer. writer. Um, I solve problems using breathwork. <laughs> mm, wow. You know, things yeah. that you're just stuck because in real life, when you're not in a meditative state, you're seeing things through like all the noise, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, and other people's opinions and feelings of how you should act or what you should do, what you shouldn't do. But when you're in a deep meditative state, which breathwork helps to bring you into, all of that noise is gone. And so you're able to get really clear about things.
1: Anna. Um, I mean, I'm curious. I have a few questions just from what you just said. But f- like just when you started, right, the first time you tried it and you said the, the h- how long was this breath work uh, exercise that you did? And did you automatically feel this way? Because I did a 14 day meditation and <laughs> it was difficult to even just uh, put myself in that state of fee- mm-hmm. I, I felt like. But it wasn't until like the 13th day. Yeah, so I know that this, you know, these modalities, like you mentioned, sometimes take time and getting the body used to, but you said you,
2: you felt it right away. Yeah, so breathwork is different than other types of meditation because it's active. So you change the way you breathe for about 20 minutes. It's not technically hyperventilating, <laughs> but you are breathing forcefully through your open mouth to get it as much oxygen into your body for 20 minutes. So a full mm-hmm. class is about an hour. Okay. And so when you're doing that, pumping in so much oxygen into your body, physically your body's reacting to it. So you're releasing mm-hmm. endorphins, you're okay. releasing, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system. Physically, your body might start to twitch It might cramp. You There's it's, it feels like a workout. Right. yeah and so that's why there's an immediate change afterwards, and every time you do this practice, you will feel a different way, depending on what's going on in your life, what you're releasing um so for breath work, it is immediate, okay wow, that's really yeah. you know
0: i've done I've never done breath well i don't I actually don't know um, but I did do something where it was like Kundalini, so it was like some like um, like deep, like breathing out and then like a sharp inhale. And it was really interesting because when I did it, like I felt really lightheaded, like within the first like 30 to like 60 seconds, it was like, I felt lightheaded and I felt it in my, like right away. And it does feel like a workout because your body gets so tired, especially if your lungs aren't used to that, like, like how much you're trying to bring in and push out at the same time. Um, It was only, I want to say, maybe for like three minutes. So I can't even imagine what an hour-long class would feel like. Um, Yeah. That sounds really, really intense.
2: Kundalini is based a lot in breathing, and they have a lot of different techniques that they use. So yeah, that's I would say that's a type of of breath work. Um, The technique that I use, it's a pranayama breath. So it's two inhales Mm -hmm. with your mouth, and the first one will come from your belly, your diaphragm. So what happens is our lungs go all the way down our rib cage, but most of us just do shallow chest breathing. Mm -hmm. So when you consciously breathe from your belly, your diaphragm drops so that your lungs are able to fully expand. So if you just try right now to take a breath through your through your belly, your belly will push out. So take a deep breath from your belly. And if you have your hand on your belly, it will push out. Okay. So your lungs go all the way down there. So we do the first breath from the belly and then a second inhale from your chest. And then you exhale. No, it's very too distinct. Breaths. But how do you feel? Like so, I'm, I, I can't, I can't, can't differentiate. differentiate. I'm feeling it all over. So the first inhale from your belly. Second inhale normal. And then exhale. Belly, heart, exhale. And so it's a circular technique, which as soon as you exhale, you're going right back into the breathing and you're doing that for 20 minutes nonstop. Mm. Um,
0: I find it's like that belly inhale. It's My belly actually initially wants to contract, not extend, right? Yeah. So you have to sort of force
2: it. Yeah. So you have to teach your body again how to breathe correctly. If you look at little kids when they're breathing, they're breathing with their belly. Their bellies are just kind of sticking out always. Mm -hmm. Animals as well. If you have dogs, cats, Mm -hmm. look at how they breathe. It's from their belly. But we get to a certain point in life, probably around teenagers, where we're kind of told to like suck in our stomachs, especially women, or we're like frightened. And so we start to just do this really shallow breathing using only our Mm -hmm. upper body, our chest. And then that's how we just kind of move through life. And then with stress, we actually end up holding our breath probably throughout our day. Don't even realize it moments of time, especially right now during COVID. I have clients who have told me they've gone on walks around the neighborhood, and they come back with a headache because they were holding their breath the mm. whole time. They were right. afraid to breathe because of- Particles in know, the air,
1: yeah. 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 Yeah,
2: yeah. So right now there's so much tension, stress, worry, and physically our body's contracting. Even if we don't know it, we're holding our breath a lot. We're not breathing as deeply, And so all of that has an effect on us, on our mood, our mental health, our immune system. Um, So I have been working a lot during this time to help people connect with their breath in a safe place in their home to physically release that tension, to release that emotions that we're kind of just like in survival mode. And so maybe not really allowing Mm -hmm. ourselves to feel, all of that builds up too. So creating a safe space for people to be in their body, that's another huge thing about breath work. It tells you, it shows you, it teaches you how to be in your body. And it shows you while you're breathing where you're holding emotions, where you're holding tension, because those areas actually become intensified. Sometimes people describe it like, oh my gosh, like I was feeling so much pain in my shoulder. And they realize, oh, that's an area where I hold all my stress. And then sometimes people get freaked out that they're feeling their body. It's like vibration tingling all over and they want to fight it. Well, it just gets more intense. So I'm like, just surrender, lean into it. It's okay. It's just your body. It's just your energy. It's your electrical current in your body. just, Just connecting with you and showing you, giving you information. So don't be... Anna, so when
1: this happened to you when you did it for the first time, did you automatically dive into it? Like were you did you have to go to school for it? Did you have to learn? Yeah, so
2: as soon as I got home (laughs) I told my boyfriend to lay down on the ground and to do this breathing technique. So I actually had my first client immediately after I did it. And he too had, he was like crying and his hands got cramped up. He's like, what is this? I don't like it. This is scary. Um, So I, yeah, I just jumped right into it. But no, I went to go get training. So basically after I discovered it for myself, I consistently did breathwork for about almost a year just to do my own healing. And then I went to a teacher who trains people on how to hold space for breathwork and the technique and all of that. Um, And then I've also have incorporated just different healing modalities into my practice. The breath in itself, it's powerful. If you just do it by yourself, you're gonna have an experience. But I also add to it intuitive guidance and healing. So I've been attuned to Reiki, which is a gentle form of healing. I also went to a clairvoyant school. So when I'm working with people, I connect with their soul and I'm seeing what's in their space that wants to be addressed. So I have found that the combination of these different healing modalities have created really powerful sessions for my clients where they're... (laughs) they're like healing things about their life that 15 years of therapy, you know, they never got to the root of like why this keeps happening. And so I'm kind of like a guy that's like, okay, um, I want you to remember a moment when you were a child where you felt this way. And then they realize, oh my gosh, it was this moment that left such an imprint that has made them who they are now, which is kind of like a, protection mechanism that isn't serving them anymore. Um, and then similar to hypnotherapy hypnosis with breathwork, you can also start to reprogram your subconscious. So because you are able to access your subconscious, you're able to have or it new beliefs, new ways of thinking and viewing about things so that you're not behaving in the same way so that you're not being constantly triggered by whatever currently triggers you. And so it's not just about breathing and like feeling relaxed, but it can also be really powerful, transformative healing.
1: Wow.
0: This feels, you know, I mean, to just borrow the last word you use, insanely transformative and powerful. And I'm just curious as to why it feels like it's just entering general consciousness or maybe it's not even general population knowledge. Maybe it's just more like we're more in like the wellness community. So we're like aware of it, but I just feel like why ha- don't more people know about breath work? Why does it feel like it's still something that's so out of reach?
2: Yeah. I, I think there's still a lack of accessibility and if If you live in a major city, you probably have heard of it or know someone who has done it. But everyone else, they they don't necessarily have meditation studios in their town or, you know, they're. And so if you don't have that or if your circle of friend doesn't do any wellness activity, then it's going to be hard for you to be exposed because the mainstream media doesn't really cover it. Um, And so I think there's that. But more and more since COVID-19 started the whole stay at home, I started to host weekly free breathwork sessions on Saturday mornings. And that has really taken off and people from everywhere are participating. And that's because they're having their family members and friends tell them. So I have like my clients who live in LA their parents in Pennsylvania finally are feeling like so so stressed out and have like feel like there's i guess nothing else out there that can help them <laughs> that they're they're just like finally doing it and it's free and it's also like doing something with their daughter and then they're blown away with it and so then oh. the next week they have their sister joining from Illinois mm. you know and so it's like little by little it's it's exposure it's your network But it is starting to become more and more known, but there still needs needs to be more education and exposure. So thank you for doing this podcast about it.
0: (laughs) Yes, no, absolutely. I mean, also, I think we're so curious because I think one of the things that, you know, isn't lost on me is that we're talking about breath and, you know, something that you had mentioned was the fact that, like, we're so disconnected to our bodies Mm -hmm. and that's happened over generations, right? Like, We breathe every single day and we can go years without even thinking about it and taking it for granted. But the coronavirus affects your respiratory system and the stories that we've been hearing are very, very scary and just people feeling like they can't breathe and losing that ability. And so more than anything, it is this idea of like, you know, I'll, I'll just sometimes catch myself like taking a really deep breath and being like, okay, like my lungs are working. Thank you, God. Like and having that moment of Mm -hmm. gratitude and recognition, because there are so many people who can't do that right now. Um, so, you know, I think this is one of those times where it's like, we're now we are gaining this consciousness of our breath and how important it is. And I think if we can utilize something that we already have to heal ourselves, to bring us peace, and it's that idea of accessibility, right? Um, that's an amazing, amazing gift that I think that you're bringing to people. And that's something that we
2: definitely want to share yeah. as well. Thank you. And the other gift that we've received, even though we may not be viewing it as a gift, is that we're being forced to not have all our traditional distractions yeah. mm-hmm. distract us. So you are able to take a moment to connect with your lungs and like be grateful for your lungs that they are healthy. Mm -hmm. and you're stuck at home so yeah you're like having to kind of look at yourself and really notice what's coming up for you and you can't just like run out and I don't know hang out with friends or whatever your normal distractions you know there's no judgment in that but it is an opportunity right now if we choose to to look to see what's really going on with ourselves like how how did I used to soothe the pain that I've been feeling that I haven't wanted to look at. And now that I can't use that, like, what am I gonna do about right. it? That's, anything. So, you know, with
0: that um, as a segue, I think this is probably a lot of people's first introduction into breath work, right? And so, and it is a time to your point where we're sitting with the things that we've been too distracted or opting for distraction, you know, to avoid. And so that avoidance, it's like, I think maybe the first month of all of this, it was like, you could still find a way to avoid, but little by little, like things start to trickle in, right? People are with, maybe with family members or loved ones or in really different situations right now that are making them uncomfortable or just, the everyday pressure of the news cycle and the uncertainty of what's happening. So, you know, can you introduce us a little bit into like breath work, how people can start to incorporate it in their homes
2: and their lives right now? Yeah. So all of you listening right now, I would recommend, I'm just gonna invite you right now to put your feet flat on the ground and just close your eyes and notice how your body feels. So notice how your shoulders feel. Notice any physical sensations in your body. Notice what your breath is doing right now. Are you holding your breath? And then what happens when you take a deep breath in through your nose? Exhale out of your mouth. Notice the difference in your body, just one simple breath. Maybe you start to feel a slight softness happening in your shoulders. Take another deep breath in and exhale. So the simple act of just taking two deep inhales by just connecting with your body, you have so much more awareness. You're calming down your nervous system. You're calming down your heart rate. You're calming down a lot of the noise. And these are the breaks, the pauses that our body needs to remain healthy, physically, Mentally, emotionally. Take another deep breath in and exhale. And check again with your body. Can you now notice maybe you have some heaviness somewhere or there feels like pressure. Maybe you're even able to identify that there's an emotion stuck there. Maybe that's the fear that's living in your chest. Maybe the worry, the stress is in your shoulders. And continue taking deep breaths in through your nose and out of your mouth. And every time, imagining that area in your body softening, imagining with the exhale that you're able to release that worry, that stress, the fear, even anger. And inhaling a sense of hope, a sense of support, gratitude, inhaling a sense of peace and love. And taking another deep breath in through your nose and exhale In through your nose and exhale and one more in through your nose and exhale and to remind yourself that you can do your own self-healing, rub your palms together. So bring your hands into like prayer position, rub them together until you feel heat in your hands. And then when you're ready, place your hands on any body part that was feeling tight or tense or that needs a little extra love. And just place your hands there. Still breathing. Taking another deep breath in, exhale and when you're ready to come back you can gently open your eyes.
0: That was so nice. So that was
2: so simple, just breathing in and out. But look, each of you look calmer, (laughs) your body looks more relaxed. And that was like maybe two minutes. I think the first few breaths that we did, um, it
1: was when you mentioned like just feeling lighter. I was like, wait, I do feel a little lighter. What's going on with my body? The first few breaths that you um,
2: Mm -hmm. asked us to take. Yeah. It doesn't take that much. Yeah, Our body is like deprived of oxygen. It wants it. It's the nourishment for our body, for ourselves, our brain. Our brain requires like 20% of the oxygen that we take. And so if we're like doing really shallow breathing, if we're holding our breath, that's why as well, sometimes we get brain fog. You know, we're unclear about things and we feel tired because we're not giving our body enough nourishment. So... That was just a a short little guided meditation to just have you connect with your breath. And it's something that you can do that I would actually recommend that you do every day. That even throughout your day, you're just checking in with your body. And you're probably going to notice that your shoulders are up at your ears, that you're holding your breath. And simply by having that moment of awareness, rolling back your shoulders, taking a deep breath, you're going to feel lighter you're gonna feel calmer
0: interesting because
2: um you know I've been
0: doing some meditations in the morning and the last week so my right shoulder has been super tight and I know a lot of that is probably what a lot of people are dealing with we're all hunched at our computers all day and so just like reminding myself to like open my chest and like do all the stretching but you know I've always had sort of shoulder issues and so it's been aggravated so much lately. And so last week I did this visualization or I was imagining there was like a ball almost that was like, like rubbing its way through here massaging because it. yeah, like massaging it. Cause I woke up in the morning and my head could only go this far. Like the guys wow. who are listening, I, it couldn't go very far at all. And so I was like, it's so tight. And, um, I was imagining that there was a ball massaging it as I was breathing, and just you know, it was a hot ball and all of that sort of thing. And then when I was done, I like remember running downstairs and telling my fiance, "Look, I can move my neck all the way. I can move my." And it was just one of those things where it was like the breath and the visualization. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I remember always being in yoga, and they'd be like, "Send your breath to your back," and I'm like what the heck does that even mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right, right. How
1: do you do that? Exactly. But just like the,
0: it's not necessarily, I mean, at least for me, it's not even about like, oh, you're sending your breath there. It's more like you're sending the power of your mind there. And that's ultimately like what's opening and creating that space.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And your body, your body and your mind, they think what's real, whatever you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. There's been plenty of studies with athletes with just by having themselves visualize them doing an exercise like running your brain is like telling those neurons those muscles to to twitch because it thinks that it's running so the fact that you're visualizing your shoulders relaxing and being massaged by this warm ball and then by the end of this simple act of visualizing you're able to have mobility doesn't surprise me I'm like yeah (laughs) that is the power of your mind
1: Anna. and then and you said you you get you have these workshops on with the weekends on Saturdays that are free can anybody join in do they if someone wants to learn more about I know you have an online program going on right now for a few
2: weeks can you tell us about yeah. Uh, a little bit about these? So my Saturday offering, it's called Online Community Gathering. It's every Saturday at 10 o'clock Pacific time, absolutely free. All you need is internet. And I send you a Zoom link, which is a free program. And we gather for 45 minutes. I've had over 200 people live gathering from all over the world. It's been really beautiful. Um, so you can find that information on my website. And then I just announced um, a mastermind group called Dream Bigger. So every year I host a manifestation workshop called Dream Bigger. And I personally have wanted to create a mastermind group and just for whatever reason, people get busy, there isn't like the follow through. So I'm like, fine, I'm gonna create a group uh, for women who have dreams but need help with accountability, with like coaching, And we'll do some healing. And so I just launched it today. It's called Dream Bigger Mastermind Group. And it's an eight week program where we meet weekly for like two to two and a half hours. You get personal coaching. Um, We do breath work. And that's where we do like releasing of limiting beliefs and reprogramming and healing. So I'm excited about that. Um, And then I also work with women one-on-one with my reset program. And that's a six week program where we go deep in the healing, like people come to me because they're overwhelmed, stressed out. They have anxiety, panic attacks, depression. They hate their job, they just feel stuck. And everything else that they've done just isn't really helping them and they feel like they need extra support. So that's more where I had said that I connect with people's souls. And so we, we get to the root cause of what's creating the stress in their life um, hmm. and they also get recorded meditations and reflection emails and so it's a very deep program that's called Reset and that's on my website as well. That's also awesome. Do you only work with women?
0: Is that like a intentional?
2: No, um, but it just naturally has been the majority of my clientele. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to create programs that resonate to, to their current challenges. Um, But no, I have plenty of men, especially these free Saturday ones. I've had boyfriends, fiancés, like dads joining on, brothers. Um, But for whatever reason, it takes like a little more effort to get them on.
0: Well, you know, I think there's also, I don't know if it's like a societal thing, but sometimes the things that tend to be a little bit more like, more mindful yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. to feel like it requires less physical effort right it's like it's getting people to believe that that can actually be effective you know it's like when someone is only convinced that if you lift a hundred pounds you're going to build muscle and it's like convincing them like you can actually use your body weight and also build muscle yeah yeah Yeah. that's a great example Anna thank you so much um you know You're i so think welcome. this is just a little something that i think we all need and and just a reminder and i think you know one of the things that you were saying earlier i really personally resonate with which is this idea that we have this time to confront the hurdles and the obstacles in our lives and you know again like you were saying like n- no judgment if this is just a time of like i want to relax and chill and my life is stressful enough and i don't need to add you know the healing process to it but um i think this is definitely one of those things that if people are feeling that inclination but don't know how or maybe you know have done therapy and are like that hasn't worked for me in the past or traditional therapy and this is like another way of of finding healing or finding answers um or even if it's just as simple as like from being someone who like i never checked in with myself and now i'm checking in my with myself and yeah. my breath once a day for five minutes i think i think that that's going to be a, a a massive um you know shift that's going to create a massive right. shift for people
2: totally so yeah. powerful I mean, for me, it was like, I, again, as I mentioned, like, I didn't know that this world existed, the healing world, but I was just starting to experience stress symptoms where I didn't even know that that's what it was. Like, I was having like nervous tics where I was like counting on my fingers and then I started to get like skin issues that just wouldn't go away and my doctor would just prescribe me steroid creams and I'm like, there has to be something more happening. And traditional medicine just doesn't treat the actual cause. It just treats symptoms. Mm. And then I started to have IBS. And so it's like, it wasn't until I started to explore these different uh, healing modalities was when I started to find relief to my symptoms. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, this is more than just like my skin is like breaking out into dry patches. There's like something more there. And I think a lot of people are at that point now where... They just haven't gotten the relief from the prescription medication, from the traditional way of treating things. It's like I still have these symptoms. Now what? I can't be living my life like this forever. And so that's where the wellness world comes and all this other stuff to help people find some relief. Right. Well, girl, your skin right is amazing. Now. So yeah, if that's right. for you,
0: seriously,
1: and in that. person, it's so it's it's popping for sure. So yeah, no, and especially right now when everybody's like going through it, I feel like for sure these are, these are ways for us to help ourselves, help each other, whether it's just learning about them, trying them, different things work yeah. for different people, you know. Exactly. Um, so thank you again so much You're for welcome. doing this for us, for sharing your story, for um, sharing, you know, also for us to do it as well at home. And uh, we hope that everyone checks you out on, on social media.
2: Thank you ladies. Thank you, you so much. Stay safe. Bye Best Anna. Stay safe. You
0: too. All right. Here's, here's my question for you. How often do you check, like stop and like feel your breath on a daily basis?
1: Uh, never. Uh, I mean, I think I check it when I do some yoga or when I'm not even when I'm meditating, because when I'm meditating, it's more of just like noticing your breath than controlling it, you know? Mm. So this was definitely even like the, you know, that two minute exercise we did was kind of a weird thing for my body. Um, I started getting like a pain in my back for some weird reason. I don't know if it was because I moved or it was really, uh, that breath work helping me and telling me like, Hey you're holding a lot of energy or negative tension in your back. Um, but it's, I think it was just a very refreshing way to hit pause for me. And I'm definitely going to check her out, check her out her Saturday class to see if, you know, it's, it's becomes like a good way for me to release um, a lot of this negative tension and energy that I carry just throughout the day with the work that I do. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would be curious that as you continue to do some of the work, like, let me know if the back, if yeah. It was less of, like, just, like, a posture thing right, and right. more of, like, a, a tension. Yeah. And it's sort of, like, awakening for you. Um, I love the idea of incorporating more breath work and just really, like, I don't know. I'm always interested in, like, how the body can heal itself, yeah. really. And just by, like, an, a simple act of, like, awareness mm-hmm. and how that can bring healing. And so I want to continue to try it out. So maybe we can all, you guys listening, too, we can all join in on her um, breathwork class on Saturday and, you know, go from there. But there's definitely
1: so much that we can all gain just by, right. by tuning into our breath. Right, So much to learn and different means of just giving yourself a little also break, your mind a little break. Uh, it may work for you. You know, you might like it. And if it doesn't, you know, you try different things. Not everything is meant to be, you know, adaptive to your lifestyle, to the things that you enjoy. So we just want to make sure that we give you guys these options or these ways for you to learn about as well and maybe tap into them so
0: totally thank you so much to anna for being on the show today um, and just giving us some of her wisdom and like we said at the beginning if you guys have any ideas or things that are interesting to you that you want to know more about during this time please shoot us a message at weight holds up pod on instagram or weight holds up podcast at gmail.com
1: Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. I don't know if you can leave the reviews on Spotify, can't you? No, you no reviews on Spotify. But you can send us a screenshot if you're listening to That's what I do all the time. Just send <laughs> my screenshots, uh, totally. reviews, uh, also just comments and things that you like um, on, our, on all our social media. Make sure to check out Anna. Yes,
0: definitely check out Anna And... Please stay safe and stay home and you know just show love virtually y'all yes there's no shame in that yes. that is for sure yes so stay safe stay happy stay whole we love y'all until next time
1: okay bye bye